Well, good evening, ladies. Uh, here we are, of course, of love. Um, we are in the second treatise in the original edition. It's on page, where were we on? We're on page 317. In the, oh, excuse me, in the third treatise, the treatise on the personal self, page 317, chapter 14, no other than who you are. And as we usually do, our usual protocol is that we'll each read a paragraph or so or two. Uh, this chapter has about <clears throat> oh, 14, so, um, but you know us. We can read through it, and then we can pick and choose if there's something within the, these paragraphs you want to discuss or invoke something that speaks to your heart, you know, you you're open to share, or if it speaks to something outside of the work, where we're going to evoke something within you, you know, in your heart that you need to share or feel comfortable to share with your like, you know, your sisters and your brothers. So it's an open forum. And the, the protocol for teleconference calls is that when you're not speaking, we ask everyone to keep their phones muted because every little sound vibrates. And when you speak, of course, unmute, announce who you are. And what we try to do is when people are speaking, don't speak over each other. Like allow the person who's speaking to stop and then say, you know, and and usually what we'll say to somebody, if you finish, say complete. So everyone on the line knows you're completed and they can now step in and add something and but we do talk over each other. It happens. But just be, you know, a little more conscious of the fact that, you know, it is a conference call, not a teleconference, uh, video conference. So that's it. See, like right now, I'm going to ask everyone to please mute your phone because I can hear the sounds. Okay. And uh, so far we have Judy. We have Judy. We have Judy. Let me put my glasses on and we'll see who else we have. We have Judy, Amy, Yvonne, and Lana listening. And hopefully someone else will join. If not, it will be girls' night. Uh, Paula, I don't know to to mute the phone when there's no Zoom. I just don't know how. Oh, on your on your regular on your key on your keypad. You know when you dialed in on your yeah. I, you have an iPhone. There's yeah. a mute, mute button, right? Not, like if you're not, on, uh, you don't you don't have. I don't. We're on your keypad. It says mute. Isn't, isn't there another way like pressing star yes. six? Star six. Um, star six. Oh, right. At mute okay. it, and then when you want to go off mute, you press star six again. Oh, all right. Okay, good. Thank you. All right, I always use can my you, book. Can you, hear me? can you hear me? Now I can. No. Yeah. Well, I pressed star six, so this is not muted, is it? Yeah. Yeah. How could you? Oh, well. You have, you have an iPhone? Yes. All right, when yeah, you dial I, in... You see, you see a keypad, right? You have a little button. Yeah. There's yeah. not a mute, mute button that says mute. No, I'll try it again another time when I dial in. I'll see if I. I don't know how to get to that now. I'm. Let me see. What right, am just, I going to do? Just, 
Or just try to be as quiet as possible, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So where was I? Anyway, so I got to all the... Work, shouldn't it? I mean, she has a star button and a six. Shouldn't that work? She says it's not working. Star star six. I'm pressing. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not not working in unusual. It's the first time. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out another time, really. Okay. 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 So here we go. All right, so let's just get ourselves settled in as quiet as possible. I didn't skip anything. And I'll start us off with some centering words. And we can start our call. So if you want, you can close your eyes, relax, take these words in, hold them in your heart, center yourself. Oh, God. We are one with you. You have made us one with you. You have taught us that if we are open to one another, you dwell in us. Help us to preserve this open openness and to fight for it with all our hearts. Help us to realize that there can be no understanding where there is a mutual rejection. Did I read that right? Help us to realize that there can be no understanding where there is mutual rejection. Oh God, in accepting one another wholeheartedly, fully, completely, we accept you. And we thank you and we adore you and we love you with our whole being because our being is in your being. Our spirit is rooted in your spirit. Fill us then with love and let us be bound together with love as we go our diverse ways, united in this one spirit which makes you present in the world and which makes you witness to the ultimate reality that is love. Love has overcome. Love is victorious. And with this I say amen. Amen. Oh, my God, we are one with you. Just feel that God is in us and we are in God. Doesn't that feel warm and comforting? Doesn't it feel like the warm blanket, the surety of love? God is in me and I am in God. The oneness of All those words. Hold them in your heart and know the truth. So, my friends, let's get this show on the road. Okay? Here we go. As I said, we have Judy, and we have Yvonne and Amy. Amy, Yvonne, Judy, Amy, Yvonne, myself. And bear with me because I just have a... I've been dealing with COVID for the last five days, and I have a spark of energy. It's like it went away. As soon as I probably hang up this call, I'll probably faint, but that's besides the point. Okay. What we learned last, what we read last week in Chapter 13, the practice that no loss but only gain, is when he told us 
To believe without forming your own ideas about your beliefs is to be in danger of succumbing, succumbing to false beliefs. To form your own ideas is to be creative. Forming your own ideas happens in relationships. Taking action on your own ideas forms a relationship between your physical form and your true self as your physical self represents in form the thought or image produced within the true self. Ideas in the context in which we are speaking of them here are thoughts or images originating from the true self and being represented by the personal self. It is only in this way that the personal self will be able to present the true self in truth. So, Judy, you want to read paragraph one? Wow. Amy has shoes. You know, is it Amy? Come in what... I'm, I'm on chapter 13. No, the practice, no loss, but only gain. Is that correct? No, we just I just read the last part of that. Okay. We're going to chapter 14, not other than who you are. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right. So, go ahead, Amy. Uh, Amy. Uh, Judy, you want to start us off with 14.1? Okay. The death of the eagle thought system has made way for the birth of the thought system of the truth. The thought system of the ego was based on fear. In this time of translation from one thought system to the other, the most subtle and yet significant change is the change from the foundation of fear, the basis of the ego thought system, to a foundation of love, the basis of the thought system of truth. While the foundation of fear, like the ego, will have left you now a pattern of behaving fearfully may still remain and as such be a deterrent to new ideas and to action. As long as these patterns of fear remain as deterrents to action, you will not experience the freedom of living from the new thought system. The new thought system will still exist within your mind and heart as nothing can now take this memory from you but to experience the new thought system as thought alone will not bring you, will not bring about the changes you would so desire to have come about within your physical experience. You may live a more peaceful and meaningful life, but you will not become the savior I ask you to be or the architects of the new world of heaven on earth that I call you to create. Amy? Hello? You there, Amy? Oh, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Can you? Oh, good. Thank you. Um, let me attempt to make the difference between having a new thought system and living by a new thought system more clear. Because you now are translating the thought system of the ego into the thought system of the truth, you will begin to believe in such things as benevolence and abundance. What this means is that you will slowly translate all ideas of scarcity into ideas of abundance, all ideas of blame 
in, into ideas of benevolence. Thus you might, after a period of translation, rather than cursing your station in life and feeling badly that you do not enjoy the health, wealth, or stature of some others, accept your current status and begin to feel more peace and joy within it. If you are not well, you might cope more easily with your discomfort. If you are not financially secure, you may congratulate yourself on desiring less and be more content living a simple life. If you have felt a lack of respect, you may feel that what others think of you matters not and enjoy a heightened self-concept. While these would all be worthy aims, they are not the goals towards which we work. These would be the consequences of new beliefs that are held but not lived. Soon these fragile states would be sure to feel threatened by some situation or person and judgment would return to the label, to label what is happening as bad. A God outside of the self would soon be called upon to intercede. Blame would be placed. A return to equanimity would soon prevail. For those dwelling in the house of truth would not long abide with such illusions, but the pattern of the old would not be broken. Suffering and strife would still seem to be possible. You would merely look back and after the interlude had passed and see the truth, realizing that a lesson had been learned and becoming aware for the for a while you but flirted with illusion. This flirting with illusion is like unto the temptation of the human experience and would not occur with the temptation gone from you. Thank you, Amy. Yvonne, you want to read three and four, and then let's kind of stop, because this is really, these two or three, four paragraphs are worthy of some dialogue. Do you all agree? Yes. Yes. Yep. Right? Kind of like, Mm -hmm. wow. I have this chapter marked with a pink indicator that this one is, I treasure this chapter 14, not other than who you are. He goes right to the depths of us with this one. Yvonne, why don't you read three and four and we'll leave it open at that point. What do you think? Okay. Okay. It should be becoming clear to you by now. What happened? Yvonne? The buzz on the phone? You're buzzing? Okay. No, I, I, you went very low. Okay, well, something with my phone, it just keeps doing something. Okay, let me try again, see if it stays off. Okay. It should be becoming clear to you by now that although you dwell in the house of truth, you are capable of bringing with you old patterns of behavior. 
Once the translation of the new thought system for the old is complete, this will no longer happen. But the translation cannot be completed if you refuse to live by what you know, if you refuse to live as who you are. You are quite capable of seeing the truth and still acting as if you see it not. <laughs> I know that one. This has been done generation upon generation and may still happen if you do not heed these instructions. Pat. Mm. This is like, I mean, I, I don't know about you ladies, but spoke volumes to me. Anybody feel anything they want to share? Um, I like this. This is Amy. I like the one, um, 14.2. It says uh, in the middle somewhere, it says a God outside of the self would soon be called upon to intercede. So I guess that's what I'm dealing with is a God and people who are rescuing me from the outside when I need to rescue myself from the inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that sure is. And I think that's part of the pattern that um, we're learning to let go of is not looking outside of the, of ourselves and, and I think, um, well, you know, I can look back and, you know, decades ago um, and see and realize now in this present moment that so many things that used to trigger me and upset me are not there anymore. So it's almost like we have to look back to judge our forward progress. <laughs> you know, it's um, uh, this... Um, reprogramming of our mind to uh, think with God instead of listening to the ego, um, you know, it's, it's all a part of what I think is my healing. And I know healing, I know I need healing whenever I'm triggered by anything um, that uh, doesn't bring me peace or comfort or joy or love. So the trick is now to train my mind to only look within um, because all truth is within me. There's not some old man with a beard up on a cloud in the sky that's going to save me. And I can't lose. And everything outside me is just a reflection of what is inside, that inner picture. So I think that's the... And if I look at the ego thought system or the relinquishing of it as only getting rid of a bad habit, it doesn't mean, it doesn't seem so threatening to me. It's a habit. And I can, I've undone other habits and this is a habit of thinking and I'm choosing to form new habits 
constructive, loving, and peaceful and helpful habits that bring me peace and joy and, um, you know, getting through my noggin. And uh, one other thing that really helps me is when I am triggered, if I don't do anything, I just pause for a minute. I stop all thinking and just pause. That little, I call it my sacred pause, that little pause is sometimes all I need to remember what I need to do instead of reacting with fear. It gives me that time um, to remember that I need to respond with love instead. And so anyhow, it's, it is it's letting go of these old patterns that are handed down from decade to decade, from generation to generation. And um, uh, so anyhow, that's what reading this reminded me of so far. I'm complete. Yeah, that was great, Lana. You know, I want to jump in here too because uh, I just get to the point, and I know he doesn't talk about it, because he even says in this book, the e- you know, the ego is gone. And that's where I am right now. I've accepted, and I'll call my ego myself, my small self, where he uses, you know, call it the personal self. And because I hate, I, over the many years with the Course of Miracles, and, and even when I hear it now, it's like, I refuse to put the ego on a pedestal. It, it's like it's, another, it's not, it's part of me. I've accepted it, but I want to wrap it in love because it is self-love that he keeps telling me to love every part of myself. Every part. Because that's what makes me who I am. And other than who you are. It's like, so, if I put it on a pedestal by giving it prominence, oh, the ego. You know, he does start out, he said, the ego, he's, what does he say? The thought system, the ego is, was, and I like that word, past tense, based on fear. And it is a time, in, in this time of translation from one thought system to the other, the most subtle and yet significant change is the foundation of fear, the basis of ego thrusting is the foundation, to a foundation of love. So if I can stay in a state of love, loving every part of myself, and I will use my famous words, or my warts and pimples, I'm not putting that pet, that ego on the pedestal anymore. I'm not. Because I know it's not the truth of who I am. And I won't give it prominence. Yes, like you said, Lana, eat decades. It took a while. But I like, and this time I don't like myself, and that's okay. But I won't say, like, oh, the ego makes it. No. I look deeper find the true love within myself and, and it's easier it makes my life so much more simpler yes I'm gonna excuse my French screw up but that's okay that's all part of the, the growing of within and knowing the self the true self because it's there but I in my own personal way my own individuality I find excuses not to give that, let that truth, 
you know, love, that real self-love come out. So every day becomes a lesson, every moment. To dig, look at it. No, it's not the truth. So I don't even want to use, when I hear ego, something just, and that's something I have to work on, because why do I allow that? Because there is a fear, something within so deep. And I'm still working on it. It's okay. Work on it. Look at it. Love it. Hate it. So part of the human experience. And he, he reminds us we are humans. In form. self form. So, yeah. It's a, I call myself a work in progress. And it's fine. <laughs> so, that's my spiel. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's so true. It's so true. You know, I remember whenever I read the Bible after I started A Course in Miracles, I used to replace the word evil. I hated that word, still do, with ego, thinking it was at least a step in the right direction. But now I seldom, if ever, use that word. I, I just reference my humanity. You know, my spirit is perfect. But my humanity is, like you say, it's a work in progress. I'm only human, but that's not something to judge myself about or judge anybody for being human. Um, But it's it's to be the best human I can be, you know, to, to live in the light and not be afraid to trust because it's all, really is all either fear or love and, and love heals everything, no matter what it's dressed up to look like, ego, evil, fear, you know, whatever. You know, it's love is the healing balm that's appropriate for anything that would disturb my peace. I'm complete. That was great. Thank Thank you, Lana. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Lana. This is Yvonne. Thank you both, girls. Just want to speak real quick to Lana. Um, You're saying that, you know, you remember now to respond with love. And and, um, I've been uh, reflecting on that because uh, if I'm in a a separation mode, then I'm going to react. I'm going to react. And if I'm reacting, then I'm not responding. if If I'm reacting not a dialogue. There's no way to get out of it. But if I'm if I'm responding with love, then I'm open so that something can come out of it. The dialogue is there with the dialogue is there just by the mere fact that that I can respond with love. That's kind of what um, I'm feeling these days. So I'm completely mm. thanks. For that, Lana. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Thanks, Yvonne. That is. You know, react, I think of as involuntary. It's like the, we're on autopilot when we react, where response is voluntary. It's a choice. So, I, yeah. so you know, that's the, that's the habit we're trying to transform from reacting to responding. One I have control over. One is yeah. like I let the ego rule me, you know, rule my mind. And when I take back control of my mind, I learn to respond. I make the choice to respond. And being able to make that choice is I'm not being driven 
around by the by that ego mentality. So yeah, that was great. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, work. It's definitely a, a change of mind, change of thought. So what? So what is that ego mentality? It's your. It's that little self inside that still holds fear and doubt and judgment about itself. So you want to put these three little letters on that, all those feelings, and bundle it up into this one word, ego. It's that little something, that little, that big, that we hold somewhere so deep and we don't even want to look at it. But it comes up. It comes up in any shape, form, or time. It takes on so many different shapes because there's something down there or within that needs to come up. But in our humanness, that fear, push it down, push it down. The soul doesn't want to look at it because it hurts desperately. So it's like that's where the love has to go so deep the self-love, and it's to look at it without fear and know you're not alone. And it's going to hurt. I've had experiences where it's like, wow, where did that come from? And, you know, it might not even been in this lifetime. You know, we're all souls on our journey. We could, the soul could be carrying that from way back, from the beginning of time. I, you know, without getting too dramatic. So we don't know, but we do the best we can. And I think if there's always that truth behind it, that it's always really love. And we can find that love with ourselves, then I'm getting out of breath, so I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to listen for a while. <clears throat> I, oh, this thank, is you. thank you, Paula, by the way. Um, I always have had some mixed feelings about this concept of the ego. As you said, Paula, um, I want to accept all parts of myself, and the ego is part of myself. I don't consider it separate from who I am. I don't want to judge it, criticize it, have grievance toward it, uh, demonize it. The ego is what the child is born with. It's a survival mechanism. It's it's about I, me, my mama, my food, my toy. <laughs> and I believe me, of these things are still with me every day. My friends, uh, not your friend, my friend. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm. I'm going to be honest about this. And so I accept with love and gratitude that somehow the ego, the I, the small I or whatever I it is, has kept me alive to this moment and mm-hmm. allowed me to transform and and validate the my connection to God, which I certainly didn't have clearly at, you know, until... Later, I actually felt at age eight that I had a mission. I I felt very strongly at eight years old, nine years old, that I had a mission, and maybe this was ego-driven, that I was here to heal the world. I felt that at age 
eight. And it's probably my, you know, my family history of needing to save myself, save my father, save my mother, save people who are not functioning well. But I want to, I, I want to have no exceptions. My ego, my higher self, my divine self, my human self, I would like to accept everything with love. And that's what I really want to say right now. And I hope that at least resonates with someone. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh, oh my God, alone. Amy. Oh, no, yes, no. Amy. <laughs> I have to go now. My daughter is here. So um, I'm hoping oh, I'm going God. to see you. I'm going to see you, Polly. Paula, healed, whole, and perfect. And oh, just all filled with vitality. And you just, um, uh, I'm just sending you tons of love. And, and well, good night, everybody. Lana, I love your daughter. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay, nighty night. Love you, Lana. Love you, Lana. Oh, thank you. I love you all, too. I love I'll you. I'll see you next week. I love you. <laughs> okay. Promise. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I think I would like to just give the ego a break right now and say I know <laughs> that I understand the pitfalls of the ego and the the it's me against them. I'm separated from them, and, and I want to win, and I want to be right. But I I want to put all of that on the shelf right now and say all parts of myself, like you said, Paula, I accept with love. Yeah. You know, I I had this vision at one point when I was running with the ego. You know, the movie The Wizard of Oz, when Dorothy throws the water on the witch and the witch starts to say, I'm fading. She fades into the floor. That's how I felt like Okay, you go. I'm throwing water on you. <laughs> oh, no. No. Yeah. Oh. No. Judy, you're very quiet tonight, my friend. What's up, sweetie? Well, number one, I was listening because I, I wanted to hear everybody's uh, thoughts and feelings on everything. And number two, it was hard to get a word in. <laughs> <laughs> Is that honest enough for you guys? <laughs> That's honest. <laughs> okay. So here, here, here are my feelings. Okay. Here are my feelings. Um, in, in reading and listening and hearing everybody share, uh, what's occurred to me, of course, is I've always thought of the ego as something that is absolutely a part of my whole self. I'm not separate in any way, shape, or form. I am a whole self. And the ego is part of me. And the ego, like every other part of me, is imbued and infused with God's love and energy and vitality. It's there. So there's no way I'm going to badmouth myself. That's not going to serve anything or anyone, least of all me. So, um, and everything that, that you mentioned, Amy, they're all attributes of the ego, and so what? We have attributes of the ego. We have attributes of our inner self, of our soul. We have attributes all over the place. We have attributes of consciousness, everything. And that's okay, too. And what we have, too, in this word pattern keeps showing up. Um, 
patterns of fear, patterns of thought. And those are what we have. We have patterns. We don't have uh, the ego dominating us so much as we have patterns of thought. And when I think of the ego, I think of thought pretty much in the same way as opposed to the feeling of love and the idea of feeling and experience. Blended, they're a perfect whole. And what I have been able to do over the years is gentle my ego by talking to it, by soothing it, by letting little Judy know that she is loved and she is safe. And she needed that. I don't know about the rest of you, but, you know, I had a, not a rough upbringing, but, you know, I was subject to all kinds of hurts and judgments and so on and so forth. And I got hurt a lot. And so my ego felt bruised a lot. And so I don't feel that I need to, I need to um, badmouth or denigrate that part of myself. She's a part of me. So I love her. I love her. And I need to make her feel safe. And I need to make sure that she feels loved and that she feels a part of everything. And God is in everything, and that includes our ego. So what's not to love? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just yeah. a decision. You know, it's just a decision. That's yeah. it. And as far as the, what we have read so far, my take on it is the difference between thinking about what we just read and have it be, you know, somewhat meaningful to us, and we can, you know, have a relatively peaceful life, and yada, yada, yada. However, what he is asking us to do is to experience, experience, feel the freedom of living from the new thought system, the thought system Mm -hmm. of our heart and our mind. We have it. It's within us, and as within, so without. If I want to see love in the world, then I need to be loving if i want to see judgment in the world then i'm going to judge it's all up to me i'm the one that makes these decisions whatever part of me is making the decision it's my whole self that's involved rather than splitting myself up into a zillion little pieces i am one whole self and whoever happens to be sharing at any given moment who knows i don't really care the fact is is that if i feel within myself that I am joined in relationship with my God within me, then nothing but love is going to emanate. There are times that I'm not feeling it. So I know, you know, I know what, I know what's coming out of my mouth and I know it's not coming from pure love. And right now that's how, that's exactly what I'm experiencing. Okay. So in case you guys are, you know, picking up on it, you're absolutely right. Okay. (laughs) There are times, however, when I do feel that love. And I know the difference when, when things come out of my mouth with that kind of love within me that I am experiencing. Mm. Not just say like right now, I'm just, I don't know where I am. I'm all over the map today. Um, but, so like right now, it's not coming out as, as divine love. I know that I can feel it and I feel calm and peaceful and yada, yada, yada. However, I do know that I'm not experiencing that love. I don't always experience. And yet, that is my goal. First thing in the morning when I get out of bed. Today, I am going to keep attempting to grab that feeling within me of pure love, God's love. Because truthfully, that is all I want. And yet I'm blocked, okay? Here I am. I'm blocked, guys. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. experiencing it. I'm not feeling yeah. it. You're not, so, alone. You know, You're not alone. I'm sorry. Is that Judy that just spoke with you? Yes. I'm so- no, it's Judy. What? Sorry, Judy. I should 
can I ask you something, please? I mean, sure. Can I ask you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than say what you want to experience uh, and not what you don't want to experience, would you be willing? I mean, you know, I am who I am. You're who you are. We love each other, even though we yeah. don't know each other well. I know that. Um, yeah. What, what is, uh, can you say, what is making you feel, if you'd be willing to say, what's making you feel angry or a lack of love right now? Would you be willing to share that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, I, I'm... I don't know if I'm feeling angry, but thank you for bringing that up because I might want to take a look at that. I don't know if I'm feeling angry, okay? That's the truth right now. I simply don't know. The fact that I am not feeling as full of love as I would like to be feeling is a source of, um, is a source of maybe it is self-anger. Maybe it is, um, you know, I, I can call it frustration, but maybe that's just a, um, a euphemism for anger. I honestly don't know. I do know that... Um, I just came through a very long period after a vaccine of really feeling ill with quote unquote long COVID. And so I'm still kind of recovering from that. So I'm really not back at my full strength. Maybe that's a part of it. Maybe I'm not mad at myself for getting that or for whatever. I honestly don't know. I do know that this is where I am. The reason for it, God only knows. Um, and to me, it's, um, it would be nice to know. But then on the other hand, I'll say to myself, well, why do you need to know that when all you really want to know is what is blocking. What is my mm-hmm. internal block? What is blocking me inside me that I am not able to experience that love? I've experienced it from time to time. And maybe I'm angry at myself because, I don't know, I'm just fudging around. I don't even know what I'm doing. Thanks for the question, Amy. I mean, the honest well, answer, I'm sure about answers. I haven't got a clue. I don't know. <laughs> no. But that, I'm sorry. But that's honest. You know, Judy, that's the honesty of it. Because I, I can well, yeah, relate to everything you're saying. You know, I and I'll use words like, I know when my authentic loving self is there and responding and standing up. And yet I know when it's yeah. not. And it's like, that's yeah. when it's like, who am I kidding? You know, I don't even... Well, I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to kid anybody. I mean, I'll tell you straight. No, it's it's like, I know feeling. I'm kidding myself. Yeah. I mean, you know, kidding yeah. myself, like, well, you're just yeah. sprouting words. It's not coming from anywhere that's the truth. Oh, that is yeah. Judy, And that is, that's how I'm feeling. Okay. Judy, yeah, did you ahead. say, I'm sorry, I just wanted one small stupid um, con- uh, clarification. <laughs> not, did you say, stupid. Yeah, sure. it's not well, stupid, it David, but go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Give it to me it's and, not and I will do my best. Okay. No, okay. It's not. Did you say you got a COVID shot and then got this reaction? Yes. You got a COVID shot and you got this reaction. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I think that the one thing, um, thank you for clarifying that. I'm really glad okay. that, that you said whatever you said, you, that you're not sure and it may be anger. Um, yeah, it, sounds like, it sounds like real hurt and real anger. And they both sort of go together. That's what it sounds absolutely. like on the phone. But I, okay, absolutely. I yeah, you could be absolutely right. Thank you. And, you know, um, 
it's very strange because a friend of mine today was telling a story, and I'll make it very brief, but she was saying that she felt totally disrespected by a colleague of hers who owed her $100. And, you know, she's, my friend is, has plenty of money. She doesn't really need desperately $100. But, but my yeah, friend no, wrote a couple of texts and a couple of emails. I don't know how it sounded or what she said, but, and it might have been harsh, but she said, I think you owe me $100. You know, there was just some, something going on. And she got mm-hmm. no responses, no responses whatsoever for someone, now, I don't know how she said it. It could have been very disrespectful how she said it. But she, she said she had to go inside herself and say, what in me is feeling so unworthy of this money, so unlovable, so discarded, so dismissed? And I think that sometimes it's not what happens out there, but it's, it triggers this incredible sense of loss and and hurt and fear and disrespect for oneself. But that's where the stuff is. It's not what's happening mm-hmm. outside, like the COVID shot. Like you were betrayed. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. And I know what happened. I mean, I do know. I was reluctant to get the shot. When she told me it was Pfizer and not Moderna, I was upset and said I've had bad reactions. So naturally, I gave myself a bad reaction. I mean, I take full responsibility for getting that sick. I mean, nobody did it to me. Nobody gave it to me. It was all my choice, all my decision. That's not the issue. I think the issue is what you hit on is that there's still something inside me that feels very hurt and very angry. I don't know what, the, I don't know what it is. Uh, but thanks for bringing it up. I mean, that it gives me something to... Yeah. to look at. And I would say the only important thing is that there's nothing else. Just to sort of sit with sit with where the pain is. If is it in your body somewhere? Is it on your shoulder? In your head? Where is that pain? And uh, no, I really appreciate you for, you know, listening to me at all. Thank you so much. No, you're making no. That's wonderful, Annie. Don't apologize or thank me for for no, listening. You make no some problem. really good points. Really, really, no. really good points. Um, and yeah, I um, I I think you're absolutely right on to something. Um, well, Judy, may I just say something? We know yeah. that it's all you know. There is those deep wounds, and like I said early on. Oh yeah. Those whatever you want to call them, go beyond this experience. It could have been an experience with our souls in another lifetime. But they're there. It could be, but I, yeah, I know that, and I that know COVID it's there. shot had nothing to do with it. It was just the, the, the trigger. I know, it was the trigger, the, exactly. I know that. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. 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 You, you know, guys, I, you guys are absolutely right. Sorry. I just got one other thought, and then I will... But any, any, everyone else talk. And I, is that you wanted to get the Moderna? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So when you went against your true feelings, yes. when you went yes. what, when you didn't say <laughs> yeah. no, I don't want, I don't want the Pfizer one. I want the Moderna one. 
When you yeah. went against what your soul was telling you, mm-hmm. of course you feel like you betrayed yourself, of course. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Because mm-hmm. I remember sitting there thinking that exact same thing. I remember I was sitting there thinking I should probably just get up and walk out. I remember mm-hmm. that. And you know, it doesn't happen too often, but there are times in my life when I do not listen to my inner intuition. And when I don't mm. listen to my inner intuition, I end up feeling like this. So yeah, Amy, you are bang on. Right. Yeah, I remember sitting there. Yeah, I remember sitting there thinking I should get up and walk out. But the fact is that the only time I leave my house is to go get a COVID shot. And I thought, no, this is the first time I've been out of the house in six months. I don't want to go back and then have to come back again. So I didn't listen to myself and yeah. da-da, here's yeah. the result. Just thinking it. Thank yeah. you for confirming what I knew. <laughs> You're bang on, Amy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, Judy, this is Yvonne. You know, you can't beat mm-hmm. yourself. I mean, that's probably a good place to no, start. You know, you I just yeah. did it. You did it, and I you did, did it. That's yeah. it. That's it. And uh, just, you know, give yourself a break, basically. Because we that's all right. do it like that. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Yeah, I'm doing my, I'm managing to maintain peaceful, mind you. Not particularly loving. Okay, and I think we all know the reason for that now. However, I do feel a relative kind of peace where it's like, okay, I'm through it, and now maybe I can relax a little bit. Maybe now I can get back into experiencing that feeling of love that I so want. I really want it. And I know that wanting it and desiring it is not going to get it to me. I've got to expect it. I've got to expect it. And yet, my, my feelings, my emotions are all wrong for me to have an expectation, and I'm aware of that, too. So, giving every, right now, you know, Judy, look at it. This, it's, it, it, use it as an example. Uh, I don't even want to use the word lesson, but everything that unfolds, unfolds for our higher good, whether it's oh, good, yeah. bad, or indifferent. So, you know, it takes to stand back and accept what happens and it might be the COVID shot. It might be whatever. Somebody slights you. Somebody this. But it's, an, and I, I hate to sound like an old cliche, it's those <laughs> opportunities yeah. that present themselves for us to stop. And like Yvonne says, don't judge. Yeah. Yes, because that's our humanness. Because, we, you know, we should be, yeah. we sh- I should know that. But it's okay <laughs> because there's something that happens. Forget the Moderna shot. Forget it wasn't even that. Those are symbols. I know. I know. It's something I was so aware of. Know it. But you, yeah, see, but yeah. you're having a human experience, and that's fine. I know. I know. And guess what? I wrap your arms around yourself and love yourself. <laughs> Say it's okay. Oh. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I can do that too. God, you girls are so right on. Yeah, and give yourself a big hug and just kiss yourself. I mean, yeah, just, I would. I, you know, could, we all we all go through stuff like that. I mean, we really yeah, do. And, and the same part, we chose this journey, ladies. We chose this journey coming. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Maybe that's another thing to be angry about. Who knows? <laughs> I'm mad at myself. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, I guess 
Does someone else want to say something right now? Go ahead, Amy. Join the lab. Go ahead. We try to find yeah. humor in a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I... Uh, Got to laugh, Amy. <laughs> yeah. I, what I do want to share, which is uh, funny and terrifying, actually, is that um, it's funny. I guess it's funny. I don't know. Is that there was something called insight training. It was like S. Oh, my uh, God. I took it. What did you take? Well, I'm insight. I took insight. I took the basic mind, mind dynamics yeah. course. I took insight. I yeah. took the teacher's training. And I ended up yeah. teaching for 30 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway, I took this insight training and I didn't like it but the point is that I, I I was resisting it and didn't like it and kept saying I don't like it I don't like it but the thing is the first exercise which was so shocking and I you know I did this like 30 years ago or more even mm, maybe yeah more. yeah back in the 70s yeah yeah something well mm-hmm. 70s is like 50 years ago and it's like what happened to me I just wanted to you know it's sort of important in my life what happened is they turned off the lights and they said lie down on the rug in this hotel it's in Santa Fe that I took it and um, and they put on the speaker the sound of the mother's beating heart that's what they put on. And they said, you are in the womb. You are comfortable. You're warm. You're protected. You're loved. And what happened to me, I... And the only reason I'm telling you this is because this sort of was some basis for my whole life that followed. I, I, are you interested in hearing what happened to me? Or is that some... Sure. Okay. Yeah, please. Uh, yes, yes, please. I am. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I felt I everybody else was in some blissful, you know, mm-hmm. comforting, loving, boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom, of the mother's heart. And I had a total anxiety attack, total. Wow. And, I, and I was saying, I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. I can't be born. I don't want this. I don't want this situation. Ah. I, I, I picked wrong. I picked wrong. I picked ah. the wrong mother. I put, picked the wrong father. Get me out of here. And I, I really said that. I mean, now it's funny. But I said no, it. No. And, <laughs> no. And what no, happened that, to that's me. That's pure truth. And what happened to me was I was born, you know, because it was, no choice, I guess, at that point. I had picked this family. And and I was born with the umbilical cord wrapped around my throat, and I was dying. And that further confirmed that my mother wanted me dead. It confirmed wow. that. And so when I, they actually un, undid the thing. So I didn't die, and the doctor said to my father, you know, Mr. Stein, you're so lucky your daughter is alive. You're so lucky. But but I knew that I was in for a rough ride, and I felt it from inside. Maybe mm-hmm. I heard them fighting. My parents separated and divorced. Maybe I mm-hmm. felt the, 
cortisol rushing through my body, that my anxiety of my mother. But I'm saying that I knew before I was born that this was a rough ride. And what I've come to understand and love right now is that every single thing that happened to me from choosing my parents to being born into this situation I didn't want has made me who I am this very moment. Uh Everything that Mm -hmm. happened to me and I, I bless mm-hmm. God for that. Mm. Well, thank yourself, yeah. too, because you, you played a big part. Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing that, Amy. Oh, my yeah, God. That was, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I, yeah. I just feel you in, in right now because, oh, this, you had all, you knew all of that. It was, uh, that's a rough, that's a rough thing to carry and to know, you know, at a very, very young age. It's amazing that yeah. you know that. Yeah. God bless but you. you know, because I chose this, the reason I chose this was so that I could have compassion and forgiveness for everything in my life. The ego, my parents, my mm-hmm. depression, my anxiety, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. that I became now. You know, obviously, only someone who has suffered a lot, and all of us have suffered, yep. can feel compassion for people who have gone through this. So true. That is so true. Yep. Amazing share. Thank you. Let Thank me you. just say, and I understand, but, uh, you know, and I believe this so heartedly, this four souls, that are here right now. It's not a coincidence. Nope. Nothing in this world is a coincidence. It's That's all so part of what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, we all chose it. We all choose our own lives. Yes. We choose our parents. Mm-hmm. We choose the circumstances yes. surrounding our birth. We choose, you know, I mean, we grow ourselves from a fetus for God's sakes, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's something within us that there's a part of ourselves, we call it your higher self, your super conscious. I don't care what you want to call it, your true self. We know instinctively mm-hmm. and intuitively how to grow ourselves from a fetus to a baby to a child into an adult, into an old lady. We did it. Yep. And we keep making choices. And that's, and that's where we always have free will. We make the choices. We make the decisions, including and up to how I respond to everything. And I know that in my childhood, you know, I lot of this, that, and the other thing, yada, yada, yada. And, mm-hmm. you know, in each and every instance, it was always my choice as to how I was going to react or respond to any given event. And we all know that all events are neutral. So I had, free, I, I had a free That's choice. Right. How am I going to respond to this? How am I going to respond to that? You know, every single day up to my now 80 years old, I made every single decision as to how I was going to respond. And you still make it every minute of the day. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You're 80. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? It doesn't stop when you get 80. You've got to keep doing it every day. No. Oh, I know. I said said up to. Yeah, up to including where I'm at right now. And, yeah, of course it's going to happen Mm -hmm. every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, forget the fact that we live in a spacious present. We're, we're in a physical reality right now where we have successive moments. So, yeah, of course it's going to mm-hmm. happen to me every single moment. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, of course, it's always my choice. Yeah, go ahead. I want to thank all of you for welcoming me into this group. I really want to thank you, Rex. No, it's our pleasure to have you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah. It's a a depth, more of a depth somehow. Yeah. Bring something different, and that's wonderful. I wouldn't say different, Mm -hmm. but something... uh, No, something more, something else, yes. Some more value fulfillment, some more psychological fulfillment, uh, value... A, a, yeah, cli- a value climate that, that that Amy you bring into this is beautiful. It's Thank beautiful. You. So we should be thanking you. <laughs> Thank you. And yet this time, Amy, we try to find levity. You know, within oh, yeah. all. You know, it's sometimes you really just have to laugh at ourselves. You know, and yeah, because we yeah. know the truth within, and here we yeah. are. You know, like commiserating or whatever. But oh. it, it, but it's all done with love. You know that that's the key. Nobody's here. You yeah. know. You know. You bring yeah. it to the table. We listen. Sometimes you know. I I know for me, maybe it's a, a defense mechanism. I don't know, but I need laughter. You know, there. Yeah. It, oh. it, yeah. You know, it's so hard navigating through this every day. Yeah. And if I oh. stop laughing, I'm afraid. I'm yeah. afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what we do here on Wednesday night is we laugh at ourselves a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we can get off on different types of subjects way off. Oh, my God. Yes, we can. I do want to say something <laughs> funny to, to levity. I, I had a meeting with the mayor. God only knows why I had a meeting with the mayor. This was my cockamamie idea right so i go uh-huh. in there and and i bring all my artwork you know and i'm well known in santa fe my work is around him and different offices the mayor and he's the funniest guy in the world and he i bring my artwork and i said i i want to give this to you because santa fe has given me so much he said well i i don't think i can take it I, it's sort of like a bribe isn't it and I said, just a little bit, yes. <laughs> it is a bribe. But I said, but take it anyway. Just take it anyway. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> and the mayor started laughing. He just started laughing. I said, take it. Take it home. I won't tell anybody. Take it home. Yeah. You want to put it up? You want to put it up in the office? Put it up. But okay, it's a bribe. So big deal, you know. <laughs> and, and I don't know whether he really was shocked, but I know he took the artwork immediately out of the office and put it in his side office. So, but I was honest. I said, "Yes, this is a bribe, but so what?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just remember oh, when yeah. I need a favor. <laughs> I need a favor. <laughs> oh. Oh my God! That and, then, and then when I was leaving, I I looked at him because he was so cute, and he's you know seventy five. I said, "He's cute. He's seventy five. He's yeah. cute. He's very cute." And I had to, and I said to him, "We have to stop meeting like this." <laughs> You're a flirt, girl. <laughs> I yes, love it. I, was. I love it. Yeah, that's me. 
I do that. I flirt with it. I flirt. I flirt with cute guys all the time. Yeah. <laughs> cute old men. Yeah, cute old no, men. some of them are really cute. I mean, you know, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dirty old lady. Anyway, I am. I am. I'll be the first to admit it. I am. <laughs> Get me around a cute guy, and you can't stop me. That's just the way I am. So if you wanted some levity, Paula, you got it. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. I got it. Paula. Paula. Paula, Paula the Cougar. I'm sorry, darling. I could not resist that. <laughs> the Cougar. You know, I, I want to share. I just got. I just was called that by some fellow. <laughs> He's seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, ain't it the truth, baby? You know, I wasn't offended. I said, "Yeah, I'm still no, <laughs> God, no." <laughs> I think it's a compliment. Uh, it's a compliment. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for helping me, Liv. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just want to tell one Jewish joke. Is that okay? Sure. Oh, please one, do. Please do. Okay. This is uh, not not. This is a Jewish. I only know Jewish jokes because I'm Jewish. So here it goes. An old Jewish woman. It's all about Jewish women, and um, there's a, ho- a Jewish hotel in New York State called Grossinger's. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, I know Grossinger's. I'm Jewish by okay. birth in New York, in Lower Manhattan. So talk all the what Jewish. What do you mean? You're, you're Jewish by <laughs> birth. What is, oh, you're Jewish. And my yeah, husband is Jewish too. So I have a connection. No, no. There you oh, go. Oh, oh. No. All good. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but I I have the biggest connection because I am 100% kosher. <laughs> Generations of me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you Jewish. Judy, you're yes, Jewish. Of course okay. I am. No, yes, of course I am. Joke. Judy, Judy the Jew. I hated my okay. name. Go ahead, Jamie. Please okay. tell your joke. So here's, okay, so, <laughs> so this old Jewish woman is sitting on a bench outside of Grossinger's, this, you know, Jewish resort yeah. or whatever it is. In the, in and the, and it's called the Jewish In the cat. Yes, the Catskills. Catskills. The Catskills. So, um, so, the Catskills. You're not... The Catskills. You're, you're interrupted <laughs> so... So, so anyway, just, this, you want to hear the end of it? Yeah. So, so this old Jewish man walk is walking by and... She looks at him and she says, "You know, I haven't seen you here before. Are did did you just come here or something? Uh, I haven't seen you before." And he said, "Well, no, I I just came here." I she said, "Well, where you been or something?" And he said, "Well, I've been in jail for twenty years." Uh, and and she said to him, uh, "Well, what did you do?" And he said. Uh, I hatcheted my wife to death, and she looks at him and says, "So you're single?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
help her. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that. <laughs> Uh, Amy, Amy, what I I meant to say as far as I I was raised in Lower Manhattan as a child. That's where I grew up. It was a melting pot of the world. So my grandmother, who was Ukrainian, worked in a kosher restaurant. Most of us, we were Jewish, Italian, Ukrainian. So, yes, you could talk. Yes, so it's... So you were raised on 16th Street. Were you raised on 16th Street? No, I was raised on Fifth Street. Fifth Street. Further down, near Delancey yeah. Street. Oh mm-hmm. boy, do I know no Ukrainian neighborhoods. Boy do I know. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was my neighborhood. We were so diversified. That you was know, a wonderful and, neighborhood. Wonderful. Oh yeah. You know, we had not much, but we were. It was like a neighborhood, a real neighborhood, sitting on stoops at night, going yep. up on the roof in the summer when it was hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Are you Are you Ukrainian yourself? My yeah, my mother was. Yeah. Your mother was. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. My yeah, father, grandparents. Oh my god. So that yeah. Fifth Street, is that near that park, Delancey Street? Is that near uh, the park? Delancey Street is further down. The park that, if you're talking about Thompson Square, is was between yes. 7th and 10th from A to oh. B. I grew up in that park. That was my playground. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thompson, Thompson, you said Thompson, Thompson Park? Thompson, Thompson Square Park, yeah. And f- what is that delicious... Ukrainian, uh, like a thing that you eat. It's sort of a muffin. It's got dough on the outside and things on the inside. Oh, what pierogies. 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 Oh, God. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. My grandmother anyway, could make the best gavilta oh, fish on the east side. Oh, she my God. <laughs> really? You were Catholic. But, but you were Catholic, right? Oh, well, my grandmother was Orthodox. They migrated Orthodox from... Well, the Ukrainian. Oh, okay. So yeah. your mother, your grandmother was Ukrainian. What was your grandfather? Ukrainian. And your parents were not Ukrainian. My no, my they were, but then my mother married, and my father was Italian. I see. I see. Oh, oh my God! I'm so wow. happy. You know I'm so happy. <laughs> Why are you happy? happy? And why aren't you happy that I am? Because I love you. I love Ukrainian people. They're as tough as nails. I know my great grandparents. My great grandparents on my on my mother's side, my maternal um, great grandmother and great grandfather uh, came from the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That's a was it Kiev? Ukrainian. Was it yes, Kiev? Kiev. Yes, it was. See, I knew that. I knew that. I, I know. Knew it. I know you did. Yeah, they came from Kiev. Absolutely. <laughs> came over. Came over on steerage to Ellis Island. Oh my God! My, I came from Poland. Huh? My dad's family comes from Poland. Oh my mm-hmm. God! They knew yeah. each other. Oh, probably. <laughs> Who didn't in the Jewish probably. community? For God's sake. <laughs> yeah. 
I want yeah. to know oh. this call is being recorded. They know our history. Oh, <laughs> do I <laughs> care? <laughs> I mean, how listen, many weeks so ago we were discussing our past? Paula, how many weeks ago were we all discussing <gasps> our past um, lives oh, in certain? That was recorded oh, too. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that was X-rated. That was X-rated. It was totally X-rated, but my God, it was fun. <laughs> Well, that Jewish joke that I just told, I I don't I hope nobody is going to kill me for that joke because it means joke. Oh, nobody is. Oh no, my God, no! That was just it was typically it was typically true. <laughs> it was so typical. I, 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 I know some people might not even get it, but I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that is yeah. <laughs> Amazingly true. Oh my God! You're single. So you're single. Yeah, (laughs) you're so single. (laughs) Oh dear. (laughs) Well, anyway, I think. Are we finished? (laughs) We'll be in a short while. I'm fading fast. <laughs> okay, oh, so sweetie. I may go okay, and number. get something. To... Yeah. All right, ladies. I'm going to tune out now. Yeah, I think I we're all going to say good night, and it's been wonderful as usual, girls. Thank you so much. Love Thank you, ladies, you. so much. Amy, yeah. come back, Amy, every Wednesday night. Okay. Yeah. Sweetheart. Yeah, this is pretty mm-hmm. typical. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, I'll have another. I'll have another Jewish joke next time. Okay. Oh, that's okay, great. That's good to me. Yes, yes. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Okay. Good night, everybody. Keep me in your Love prayers. You. Keep you. Keep me in your prayers, please. And I get rid of this. I will. Paula. Yeah. Paula. 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 Getting better, but it seems like coming back again. Okay, I'll call you tomorrow. Get a good rest. Okay. Love you. Yes. Love you, okay. ladies. Love, love you all. Love you all. Be Bye. Thank. Thank you. Good night. Okay. Oh, thank Bye. you, Amy. Bye now. Yes. Thanks Bye. for joining us, Amy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.